Live. Good morning, and God bless everyone on this wonderful, super satisfying Sunday morning. I am Apostle Rose White, your host for this morning, and uh, and uh, on behalf of our bishop as well as our Kingdom of God Fellowship Church family, we wish to welcome all of you to this morning's thirty-one days of wisdom. And today marks our 31st day as we have come to the final day of our words of wisdom for daily living. But we can know that every day that we read the word, we are going to be gathering wisdom from it, receiving our morning manna every morning, being able to rise up early, giving God the first fruit of our day and commanding our morning. And so we thank and praise the Lord for each and every one of you that thought it not robbery to be here with us on today. Well, this morning being uh, day 31, we are going to be reading the final chapter of the book of Proverbs, known as the book of wisdom. And it's a chapter, uh, reading is going to be coming through Sister Banks on this morning. But before Sister Banks come, we're going to go ahead and I want to open us up in prayer on this morning. So just join in with me on today. Hallelujah, before we begin. Father, in the precious name of Jesus, we just come to you, God, thanking you for this day. We thank you for our life, our health, and our strength. We thank you for allowing us to wake up to see a brand new day. It's the first day of a brand new week. And so we thank you, Father for giving us life, giving us health, giving us strength, giving us the ability to dial in on the telephone, be able to log in via the Internet, being able to come, ready to hear what you have to say to us today. We thank you on this morning, O oh God, for allowing us to be able to join our voices together with other brothers and sisters, those with like mind and like heart. God, we thank you today, and we rise up early with our hearts full of joy on the inside and our mouth that is full of praise. Now, Father, right now we ask, oh, God, that you would open up the ears of our understanding that we may hear what it is that you would have for us to hear. Holy Spirit, we welcome you on this morning to move by your power, move by your might, move right now even through the airways, remove distractions and hindrances that would keep those that desire to be here from being able to dial in or to log on. And so, Father, we thank you right now that you will make every crooked way straight and you will allow everything to flow as you have ordained and called for it to be so on this day. Bless all of those that are currently here, those that are coming, and those that will be listening even later to the archives. We thank you for what's about to take place. For it's in Jesus' name we pray, and we say amen, amen, and amen. amen. Glory to God. Proverbs 31 from the King James Version. The words of King Lemuel, the prophecy that his mother taught him. What, my son, and what the son of my womb, and what the son of my vows. 
Give not thy strength unto women, nor thy ways to that which destroyeth kings. It is not for kings, O Lemuel. It is not for kings to drink wine, or for princes strong drink, lest they drink and forget the law and pervert the judgment of any of the afflicted. Give strong drink unto him that is ready to perish, and wine unto those that be of heavy hearts. Let him drink and forget his poverty and remember his misery no more. Open thy mouth for the dumb in the cause of all such as are appointed to destruction. Open thy mouth, judge righteously, and plead the cause of the poor and needy. Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her, so that he shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeketh wool and flax, and worketh willingly with her hands. She is like the merchant's ships. She bringeth her food from afar. She rises also while it is yet night, and giveth meat to her household, and a portion to her maidens. She considereth a field, and buyeth it. With the fruit of her hand she planteth a vineyard, She girdeth her loins with strength and strengtheneth her arms. She perceiveth that her merchandise is good. Her candle goeth not out by night. She layeth her hands to the spindle and her hands holds the staff. She stretcheth out her hand to the poor. Yea, she stretcheth forth her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She makes herself coverings of tapestry. Her clothing is silk and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sitteth among the elders of the land. She maketh fine linen and selleth it and delivereth girdles unto the merchant. Strength and honor are her clothing, and she shall rejoice in time to come. She openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. She looketh well to the ways of her household, and eateth not the bread of idleness. Her children arise up and call her blessed. Her husband also and he praiseth her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Favor is deceitful, and beauty is vain. But a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands, and let her own works praise her in the gates. Amen. Hello. 
Amen. 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 Thank you so much. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you so much, Sister Banks, for reading for us on this morning. To God be the glory. Well, again, for those that are just now tuning in, you are joining us here with the Kingdom of God Fellowship Church as we are finishing out our 31 days. And we have read the 31st chapter of Proverbs. And this is a very unique chapter. And what a beautiful way um, to end um, this actual book of wisdom, you know, and uh, because we've been talking about many different things throughout um, the month dealing with uh, a wise son um, and an unwise son, you know, a good man versus a bad man, a, a wicked people uh, versus a righteous people. And so today we're closing out um, this chapter um, dealing with a king who is a son that is being taught some very important things from his mother, who is a woman, and, uh, and these are things in which are very, very important. And so the, <clears throat> the first two verses, when uh, we look at these particular verses, it shows us that here is a mother who loves her son, who is a, a king, one who is a ruler, sitting in a high position, but he is still being teachable um, because, you know, this is a mom who's made a vow, has made some vows for her son, and she wants to see him do well, you know. And that's a question when we look at this particular mom and a son who is reverencing and, and giving respect and honor to his mother, we have to look at ourselves, those that are mothers here on this call this morning. You know, have we made vows for our children? And those vows in which we have made, you know, unto the Lord and given our children back unto God, have we reminded them or told them of the vows that we've made, you know, so that they will purpose in their hearts to even do good because of the vows that their mother has made for them. You see, and that's what this mother did. She put this son in remembrance of the things in which had been spoken on his behalf and for him. So when we look at verses 3 through 7, going right into this, you know, mom here is giving some wise counsel. She's giving instruction to a son, again, who's in a leadership position. She's instructing him in how to conduct himself properly, how to have good etiquette, you know, how to handle his affairs and business wisely. She's directed him not to even waste his time or energy on women of the world and women who are out there to take from him, not to give to him. You know, she's teaching him to live in a way uh, um, or to not live in a way that would destroy his reputation. Don't live in a way in which your good name could be torn down and you actually be removed from your position in society as a ruler and a leader. You see, she gave him strong counsel even when it came to drinking, you see, and getting drunk. See, throughout the, the, the scriptures we've read, you know, you've got to use wisdom. 
and to do everything in moderation, but people don't do anything in moderation. So she had to teach him, listen, you can't get out there and get drunk. You're a leader. You're a person out in the front. You're a person that people look up to. You know, because one who becomes intoxicated, mama didn't play. She let them know when folks drink and get drunk, they do stupid stuff. You know, one who is intoxicated, they forget stuff. They forget what their purpose is, and they lose all sight on reality. One drunk doesn't think rationally, and they may even hurt and bring unjust judgment. Why? Because he was in a position to judge things. And so if he was in a a place of being intoxicated, he would bring harm to those who harm should have never been brought to, to those that was weak, those that were feeble. He would give an unjust judgment. She even told him that the people who drink are those who really, and just being honest, they want to forget some stuff. They are miserable. They're poor. They're without. And they drink to forget all of that. And we all know some people like that. Some of us that are now saved, we're believers, speaking in other tongues, mm. quoting scriptures all over the place. Mm. At one time in our life, we too might have been those people that just try to drink our trouble away. Mm-hmm. But the only problem is, once you're sober, you discover that the problem that you were trying to run from is still there. It hasn't gone anywhere. But then verses 8 and 9, here mom is teaching her son to do right by those who can't stand up and speak for themselves. <laughs> you know, there are people who are poor. They're needy. They actually need someone who is righteous, who's going to stand for what is right, and they're going to judge righteously and not going to bring them harm. So it sounds like this king, he had a righteous mom. And she had purpose in her heart to raise up her son to be also righteous. See, the virtuous wife, that virtuous woman, uh, and we've all heard and we continue to hear about the Proverbs 31 women. And there are many women that are calling themselves Proverbs 31, but when we look at her based on this particular verses of Scripture, we find that many of us haven't walked in that way. But, you see, do we really understand the true value and the beauty of a, a right woman, of a Proverbs 31 woman? See, this is not just for some. This is for all of us. That includes me. We're all a part of this, and we got to do a self-examination here on today. Because as we look here, starting with verse 10, when we look at the word virtuous, it is defined as one who is having or show high moral standards. She has very strong moral and ethical values. She's upright. This is a woman that walks upright. And verse 10 says she's worth more than rubies. I say, indeed, she's greater than pearls because a lot of times, you know, I greet women as pearls of great, great pride. But here, a Proverbs 31 woman is greater than that. I mean, she's priceless. There's not enough money that can be paid for this kind of woman. Verse 11 and 12, it teaches us women. You know, women that have husbands. Our husbands should be able to trust us with their very lives. 
knowing that we have their best interest at heart. So your husband needs to know I don't have anything to worry about because I know that my wife, the woman that God has given me, she's looking out for what's best for me. He knows with a surety that having you in his life, he lacks nothing, and he's going to have great gain. He's going to know that he knows that he knows that you are looking out for his good until death you do part. And then verses 13 to 15, you know, we see that this is not a, a, late, a woman that's lazy. You know, we've been talking about that through the month, talking about ones that are lazy. This woman ain't lazy. She's a hard worker. She's industrious. She's an entrepreneur. She's looking, researching, and finding those things that are good that she can bring back to her home. She's up early in the morning to see to it that her home is taken care of, and she's a delegator. See, because she has assistance in her home. She knows that she's got a busy day. She's a businesswoman, so therefore, instead of trying to think that she can make sure that everything is clean and neat and in order, she's hired efforts. See, sometimes women, you've got to take the, the, the extra step. Sometimes you've got to hire the housekeepers. Why? Because you want to make sure your house is always clean. So sometimes you've got to call on others to come in, and so she had assistance. She had maid service. And she delegated to them, telling them what needed to be done. See, this woman understands that she has to have a balance. She knows how to be able to work outside of the home while also maintaining the inside of her home as well. Those of you that are in ministry, I want you to hear me well. Women that are in ministry, please hear me well. Hear my heart. Charity begins at home. You can't travel all across town, all across the state, all across the country, preaching the gospel to everybody else while you fail to have preached the gospel at home. When you have failed to make sure that your house, your home is kept, is clean. When you have failed to leave out in the morning making sure that your husband has had breakfast, your children and your household, there is food that is already prepared. If you know you're going to be gone all day, then you need to have prepared the meals that is necessary so that when husband gets home, when kids get home from school, there is food there for them to eat. That's our first ministry. See, once your home is taken care of, then we can move out, move forward, and minister to the needs of others, doing the work that requires us. Now that's outside of the home. But remember, home comes first. I don't care how great we think we are in the ministry, you know, I don't care if you say I'm a bishop, I'm an evangelist, I'm a pastor, I'm a teacher, I don't care what the title is, as a woman, our place is to make sure that our house is taken care of. Then we can go out and take care of the other things that are important outside of the home. And because of this, because there's great work involved, we've got to have good time management skills. See, we can't spend all day on the telephone. We can't spend all day on on the Facebook. We can't spend all day texting and sending messages all day long if we expect to be able to make sure our household is kept and then that we're fulfilling our outside activities. Verses 16 to 18. 
Few as I was reading this and studying this this morning, I love this woman. I'm telling you, she is she is on, on the money. You know, it reveals that she's an inspector. She knows what she wants. She also knows what she don't want. See, she manages her money well. And so she takes the profits that she has gained, and she goes out and she invests in property. She plants vineyards. And then what she's planted, it has now grown, and she's now able to harvest it, take it, and sell it, and get an investment on a return. See, investing in real estate, that she knows that she can be able to be in a place, rent it, lease it out, and give her some residual return from it. She bought it cheap, fixed it up, now renting that, that property out, and she's got enough money to take care of what she don't even have to pay for. It pays for itself. She's high energy. She's diligent. She's a hard worker. She's a bargain shopper also, y'all. She chooses QVC over Macy, getting the same item at a cheaper price. I'm telling you, she off the chain. Mm-hmm. Not only is she up early, but she goes to bed late. And on top of that, she's still working first, second, and third shift. Mm-hmm. Why? Because she got a husband. You know, she's working by day. She got to see to it when she get home. The kids' schoolwork is done, and her husband is taking care of his, his needs. See, this is a hard-working woman. Verses 19 and 20 teaches us that, you know, when we hear that word, this staff, in verse 19, this staff, this means a stick that's used for spinning wool or flax. That's what it's defined as. And this stick was traditionally used by women. So here, here is this wonderful woman, great woman, you know, she ain't about herself. She's not just about me, myself, and mine, you know. But after working out in the vineyard, she's invested in property and land. She's managing the property that she has invested in. She's a wife a mother, an entrepreneur. Now we see here she's also a seamstress. I'm telling you, she's a male. She sews for those that are poor, people that can't go out and buy clothes for themselves or things for themselves. Then verses 21 to 22 lets us know that she's something else. She knows even how to deck herself out and also those in her household. See, when people come out of her house, they know that she's somewhere around. And then the thing is, is that's so important, really stood out to me, she's not afraid of the inclement weather. I have met so many people that say, you know what, I ain't going to work today. I'm, I'm calling in sick. Lord, it's raining out there. It's too raining. I can't get my hair done. Now, stop. I just had it done. It's sleeting. It's hell. And we read in one of the chapters, the man wouldn't go out, said it was a lion out in the street. I can't go out there and go to work. <laughs> but this woman is fearless. She is out there in the midst of the issues of the, even the weather. She knows how to handle her business. And because of it, she looked good. She's being rewarded by the work of her hands. She's a show-up neighbor with extraordinary talent. She's a performer. She performs her duties well. 
and it's revealed in seeing those that are in her household. Why? Because she takes those profits. She makes sure her children look good when they go out. She makes sure her husband is looking fine. And when she goes out, everything from the top to the bottom is decked out. Her clothes are fine, it says. She looks good. Wearing purple, which represents royalty. A woman of God is of royalty when she's following after what we see here. And even though the scriptures don't talk about the shoes, we know that a woman decked out with all these fine clothes, she got to have some nice shoes on. <laughs> you see, that got to be straight. So here is a woman that does well, not only just for herself, but her entire household looks well. And then verse 23 because this is a true woman, because this is a doting mother and a loving wife, she knows how to dress her man, making sure that he is not just seen and heard of. But here is a husband who becomes well-known wherever he goes. Women, you need to make sure that before your husband goes outside of that door, you have checked him out inspected him. You know, I I love my brother. Y'all know, y'all hear me talk about my brother all the time. I love my brother. And it's so nice when he gets dressed, sometimes he'll call and knock on the door. He says, sis, I want you to see how I'm looking. Why? That's what you need to be doing for your husband. Mm -hmm. And he comes and and makes sure that I'm looking. Is everything all right? And if he don't come, you can already got to him and turn around and make sure you got everything straight. Or make sure no T-shirts hanging out. Make sure your collar is down straight. Make sure your pants is ironed out. Make sure ain't no lint on you. Why? Because when he go out, he's sitting with the others. Here is a man. He's with the leaders. He's part of the, the decision makers in the city. Because whether you know it or not, whether you accept it or not, you're judged by how you look. Mm-hmm. You got to look well because people are wanting to see how you dress. Here is a man, though, I'm telling you the truth. I, you know, like I said, God got such a sense of humor, and sometimes he just, stuff that comes to my mind, I'd be like, Lord, I ain't even thinking about that. But I thought about the line of Richie's song, you know, because here is a man, he's so decked out, and he's thinking back in his mind because he's sitting in places that he may not have been sitting. But because God gave him the right woman, he chose the right woman, he now can sing the song, You Made My Jacket Edges Smooth. Mm-hmm. You made my direction so clear. And you probably said, one woman, you become my purpose, mm-hmm. my reason for living. <laughs> That's the kind of women that we want to be. Mm-hmm. And then verses 24 to 25. With the use of her hand and the sweat of her brow, that which she has made, she's now selling it. She's got an income stream. See, we, we can never say, well, you know what, I don't have no money. I can't. You need to find what is it that you're good at mm-hmm. and let that turn around and bring you in some income. This is a woman, she got class. She has dignity. She's got great strength that allows her to rejoice in all that has been accomplished. Not rejoicing in herself, but the things that have done, that have been done, so that her family is faring well, so that her children are faring well, so that her servants are faring well, so that 
our husband is fine well. And when all that those things fine well for us as women, we fine well. When our household is intact, we are some happy campers. We really are. Verses 26 and 27 lets us see that not only is this woman a hard worker, well-dressed, well-groomed, a provider to others, but she's also wise. She don't have time for a whole lot of stupid stuff. She's not rude. But when she opens up her mouth, she speaks words that are kind, that are coming from the heart, and she lives what she speaks. Verse 27 teaches us as women that, again, manage your home well. Know the affairs of your home. You need to know what's going on. Make no time for foolishness, but tend to your business. We don't have time to try to meddle in other people's affairs because we got too much going on in our life. See, this woman don't sit around being idle. She ain't lazy. She got too much going on for her. Verse 28 and 29 teaches us that because she lives what she preach, <laughs> her children and her husband, they stand before her. They give her honor. They acknowledge that she's blessed. They know their mama is blessed. I'm telling you. That husband knows that he got a blessed wife. And not only does he know she's blessed, I'm telling you out of his mouth, he praises her. Why? Because he knows that he has a good thing. And he found favor from the Lord. You know, let me just say, that a lot of times here we, we see this particular scripture here that says many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. I can imagine that she might not have been the most beautiful woman on the outside. She might not have been having a face like a Mariah Carey or Jennifer Lopez. But because she has done the things that are right for her home, for the community, here, there are other women that come in and have tried to come on the scene towards him. They got the nice shape, the Coca-Cola bottle shape. They're all beautiful and all outdoors. But guess what? He acknowledges that she tops the cake. Mm-hmm. She's the best of the best of the best, as they say in Top Gun. She's the cream in his coffee and the milk in his cornflakes. She has excelled them all. And verses 30 and 31 in my closing this morning, there are many who are beautiful on the outside, and we see that every day. There are women that I pass by, you know, in, a, in the uh, malls and different places when I go into stores. And uh, I'll stop a woman very quickly. I don't have to know her. You know, I say, man, you really are very pretty. You know, that's a pretty outfit that you got on. You know, I'm quick to compliment because there are so many beautiful women that are out there as well as there are so many handsome men. But when you become that woman, that walk in wisdom, mm-hmm. when you have the fear of the Lord, know that you may not look as beautiful on the outside as someone else, but know that because you fear the Lord, you reverence God, you take pride in the work of your hands and in your family, know that you will be praised. Verse 30 says, Many 
woman. Mm-hmm. But know that the word of God says beauty will pass away. Yes. So you men, you that got a life that fits the bill that we've been talking about here, then know that you are in the presence of a priceless gem. Praise her for the great things that she has done and what she's continuing to do unconditionally. Women of God, as you continue to work, doing the will of the Father, and doing as you have heard us talk about on today, know that your gift will make room for you. Know that your labor is not in vain. And that you shall be recognized. You shall be honored by all those who are of importance. I'm telling you. It says, let her all works praise her in the gate. See, you ain't got to say nothing. We got people that are constantly, they want to broadcast mm-hmm. all of their good works. Mm-hmm. But you ain't got to do that. All you need to do is be about the Father's business. All you need to do is take care of your household. Do the works well, and people will praise you in the gates. They'll praise you in the city. They'll praise you in high places. You never said a mumbling word. You never posted any acknowledgments on Facebook. You didn't send out a tweet. You didn't add it on LinkedIn. You didn't put out nothing on Pinterest. But the news got around very quickly mm-hmm. that you did a job. Well done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God be the glory. Yeah. Hallelujah today. I want you all to know that I thank God for all of you on today. You know, Men didn't, we didn't mean to isolate you, but today we're talking about something that is, it, it had the female uh, here talking about her, that virtuous woman, that woman that is priceless. Know that we that are the bride of Christ, he looks upon us as priceless. Are we busy doing the work of our Father? those things in which he will be able to look upon us and say, you've done a job, it's well done. That he will praise us, that he will look upon us with eyes of nothing but pure love. See, this goes for us as as a whole, as a body of Christ, that we're making sure that everything that we do is as unto the Lord. Whatever you do, whatever you say, whatever actions that you do, do it as unto the Lord. If you're a seamstress, do it as unto the Lord. No matter what your job capacity, this goes across the board, men and women alike. Don't go on to any scene, any job, any business without first making sure, you know what, I'm going in here. And I'm going to be the best that these people have ever had. I'm going to represent the God in whom I serve. And know that when you go on that job, having everything within you full of the Lord, full of the wisdom of God, then know that you shall be honored. You'll be recognized. You'll be getting raises, promotions, and elevations, 
and others will have to praise you even though they don't know you. Others will have to give acknowledges unto you. They may not even like you. But because you did a job, well done. I'm telling you, that's the way we've got to be. Crafty people, wise people, mighty men and women of God. I want to thank God for the women that are here. Know that because I'm a woman and a woman in, in ministry and in leadership, I understand the very importance in knowing that we have to have a balance. I've seen too many women that have things out of balance. And God is calling for us to have wisdom in everything that we do. And when we abide and just look at the example in which this woman showed, then we can know that our household will be well. Our families will be whole. Our husbands will call us blessed. Our children will rise up and call us blessed. Amen? Amen. 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 To God be the glory. Amen. Well, what a way to finish out our mm-hmm. month, our 31 days. It's just been a joy. It's been an honor. I'm telling you, I have, I have even learned so much, you know, because as a teacher, the teacher is taught first. Mm-hmm. And so it has just been wonderful and new things in which God has opened up and revealed. Uh, and allowed us all to come together to be able to grow as a body of Christ. And so I'm going to open up uh, real quickly. I know that many have to have to prepare for this morning services and, and to be ready to get family ready for church on today. Um, but I want to open up if there's anyone that has uh, any praise reports. Before you do, let me just quickly announce in case someone should have to leave off on uh, today that we will be um, continuing on. Um, beginning on tomorrow, we're beginning a new series. We've got our morning manna that we'll be launching on tomorrow. Um, for the 31 days, we were on every single day, Monday through Sunday. But beginning on tomorrow, we will be airing right here on this same station um, uh, our morning manna as we're beginning the study of Psalms. And so we would love for you to join us every morning at the same time, 6 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time, uh, 5 Central. The only difference is the call ID is going to change. But once that new number, uh, it's going to be the number that you will be using for the remainder of the year. So you will call in on the same number, but the calling ID number will be changed. It will be now 140273. Don't even worry about it having to remember, we will check our Facebook timeline. I will be adding that on in the mornings as we make our announcement um, so that you will remember that code. But after a few weeks, you will be memorizing that for those that call on a regular and consistent basis. So join us as we will be starting the, the study of Psalms. And, of course, we know Psalms is a long book. And so we're looking at being able to go through the year uh, with the book of Psalms. So join us every morning again right here for Morning Manor as we begin a new study series, which is going to be the book of Psalms. Many people have never read through the whole book of Psalms. Many people never have even read through the whole book of Proverbs. And so we thank God for those that have been here 
where we've been able to do that, and we pray that through Psalms it will give individuals that opportunity of now being able to read, to hear in our in our group setting um, the entire book of, of Psalms and to sort of go through that just a bit. And also this morning, for those of you, if you're not going to be able to get out um, to a local church, then please feel free to join us um, at 10 o'clock a.m. We air every Sunday morning beginning at 10 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time, 9 Central, uh, with our Dining with the King, which is our School of the Bible, a.k.a. it is the Sunday School. It is where we delve into the Word of God. It's taught by our bishop. Bishop Abrams, and then we're following right after that um, in our morning worship service right at 11 o'clock. And so feel free to join us. We're on Block Talk Radio. See our timeline to make sure that you have um, the number. There is no PIN number that's involved, and so just check our timeline. Um, Also, you can watch us live um, uh, right there on uh, Roku, or you can watch us through Facebook. Uh, on our church website, church uh, page, and you can go to our church website and actually watch us live right there at the KOGfellowshipchurch.org website and click on the iChurch tab. You will be able to watch us live even there. Amen. And so with that, um, we want to open up very quickly. If there's anyone that have a praise report, something that you have gone gone through, grown through, through as we've gone through Proverbs for this month, that you want to be able to give a praise report, something that you've even experienced after after hearing the book of Proverbs being read, um, that you've been able to even apply in your life. So we want to just give you a, a quick moment because we want all of those that desire to share to be able to share. So we want to please let everyone that that has a word that you'd like to be able to speak. Or if you're new here for the very first time, you may want to actually um, come on and um, uh, just give your name. Please feel free to do that and let us know where you're calling from. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Well, we thank God. You all know that I'm not one that holds stuff and prolongs anything. We praise God that we've been able to come on this morning to do what God has told us to do and instructed us to do. And now our assignment is a complete for this particular portion. I want you to know that we thank God for all of you, each one of you, those from California that called in early in the morning because we know that it's 3 o'clock their time, even though it's 6 o'clock our time. We thank God for you, for all of our guests. Sister Katrina, we want to thank you, hallelujah, for dialing in, being with us um, on this morning. And all of our guests that are here today, we thank God for you. You have been a blessing and have allowed um, the, each morning to be as it has been, which is a blessing to us all and to all of those that will be listening even at later times as they go back and they look at the listen to the archives. So we thank and praise the Lord. We're going to get ready to close out this morning's session um, so that we can go and prepare for the rest of our day. May the Lord bless you all. I'm going to ask um, Pastor Lake Baker if she'll just close us out for this morning as we um, continue on with our day and as we will be continuing our study in morning manner. God bless you. 
Hallelujah. Amen. I just want to thank God for the teaching and the word, and it has certainly been a blessing to me. To God be the glory. Father, we do bless you this morning. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise. Lord, we thank you, O oh God, for allowing us to get up every morning for 31 days to come into your presence and hear from you. So, Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for that fresh manna that you have given us every morning. God, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for changing our hearts and our minds. We thank you, Lord, for showing us the correct way how to deal with things in our lives. We thank you, Lord, that we have come willingly, oh God, to receive from you this morning. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, for every heart and every soul that that got up faithfully, Lord, and came, oh God, with a heart that was open, oh God, ready to hear what you have to say to us. So, Father, we thank you and we praise you. We thank you this morning, oh God, because you are a God of justice and mercy. So we thank you this morning, oh God. Father, we give you glory and honor and praise. We thank you, God, for showing us the error of our ways. We thank you, Lord, because, Lord, you say you chastise those whom you love, oh, God. But, God, we thank you, Lord, because you came and gave us perfect instructions, oh, God. So, Father, we receive that this morning. We have been receiving your word, oh, God, with joy and thanksgiving because we know that you love us, oh, God. We thank you for the healing and deliverances that have taken place, oh, God, in these 31 days. We thank you, Lord, for how you have just shown yourself, oh God, to be the Lord that is strong and mighty. The Lord that is mighty in every battle, in every circumstance, in every situation that we've had to deal with, oh God. We thank you this morning, Lord. We bless you this morning, oh God. We magnify your name, oh God. I thank you this morning because we recognize that we are nothing without you. We can't do anything without you, Lord. So, Father, we humbly bow ourselves before you this morning and say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you this morning for your great love. We thank you, Lord, for your great compassion. Father, we thank you for caring enough for us, oh God, to not leave our own ways, to not leave us to understanding, to not leave us foolishness and ignorance, oh God, but you love us enough to yes. send words, oh God, to build us up, oh God. Thank we say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you because you didn't have to do it. Hallelujah. We thank you this morning that you you deemed us worthy to come before you every morning to bow down and to lay down in the Oh, God, we give you praise this morning. We honor the word that you have sent forth in power and might and under the anointing. We honor that word, Lord. We don't give God, we have received that word, and God, we believe that you sealed it in our hearts, oh God. But David said, hide your word in our hearts that we sin not against you this morning. God, that is our God. My Lord, that that word that you have sent to us, oh God, that will cause us not to sin against you, oh God, but it will cause us to walk up right before you, that we be the men and women that you're calling us out to be in this day and this hour. God, we thank you for that word, Lord, that has been our buckler and our shield, oh God. Mm-hmm. Oh God, that's been a light unto our path and a lamp to our feet this morning. God, we thank you this morning for the word. 
gather the defectors of the enemy. God, we find enemy who God to come to destroy and to tear down. And we lose the very working and power of the Holy Ghost. God, we thank you for promotions, oh God. We thank you for elevations, oh God. We yeah. thank you for strength, oh God. We thank you for healing in homes, oh God. We thank yeah. you for relationships this morning. We thank yeah. you for what you're doing right now, God. We yeah. thank you, God. Every yoke in our hearts and our minds have been destroyed because of your anointed, oh God. And we thank you because we can walk up right this morning. So you know him, even as we go from this place and not from your presence, oh God, that the spirit of Sweet spirit will come upon your people, a spirit of praise, because truly, Lord, you have been given, you have been good to us. We thank you for the spirit of praise and worship, oh God. We Spirit of calmness, oh God, that there has been such a calm will come on your people, Lord, that I will unravel us this morning, oh God. But we thank you for the peace that comes from you, Lord. We thank you for this word, oh God. Father, we honor you today. We thank you for the that have come and requested prayer. We know, oh God, that you have answered prayer. We thank you for the healings that have taken place. We thank you for the answers that have been sent. God, we praise you this morning. We give you all the glory today. Lord, we thank you this morning. Our hearts are burning within. Mm. We praise you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, we honor you. We magnify you today. Before you, Father. That is greater. None greater. None greater than you, Lord. No. So we and we say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for being here for us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, Lord, for being here. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for meeting our needs. Now, yes. Father, we send the rest of our day into your hands, and we just love you, Lord. Lord, we love you. This. Oh, yes, God, sir. we love you this morning. Hallelujah. We love you. Hallelujah. Love you this morning. Hallelujah. 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 We just give God praise on this morning. 
We magnify him on today because he is worthy to be praised. I just want to thank and praise the Lord for you all on today. We want to thank and praise the Lord for Pastor uh-huh. Lake Baker, praying out of the depth of her heart. And we just thank God. The, the word of God tells us the prayers, uh, the effectual, fervent prayers of the righteous avail as much. And we thank God today for the prayers of the righteous on today. We thank you for how all month long as we've heard the word of God and we've been able to worship the Lord through the word and have the time that we needed to be able to pray. We know God is doing great things. He's already done some awesome things. And today, as we close out, we know that greater things are coming. And so we go this morning in peace. We go forth rejoicing in the God of our salvation. Know that it's a wonderful thing to serve the Lord. And we thank God that it don't take God a long time to move. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. And we move as he moves. Amen. Mm-hmm. And so we're just mm-hmm. thankful. Again, I do want to thank God for all mm-hmm. of you that are here on today. Mm-hmm. And I, I pray that you all will return back and fellowship with us again, beginning in this new series. Again, it will be Monday through Friday, um, you know, an hour of power. And so we look forward to that time of being able to come together every single morning. Know that not every morning may be an hour. There will be some mornings it might only be 30 minutes. But for however long that the Lord tells us, that's what we're going to do. We learn to be obedient to the leading and the spirit of God. Amen? Amen. 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 We never expected one day to be the same as the other. We never know how God wants to move. But one thing we do know, that he will move. Amen. 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 So rest in the Lord today. Enjoy this day, um, knowing that this is the day that the Lord has made. We are rejoicing, and we are being exceedingly glad in it. God bless you all. We love you on behalf of Bishop Abrams and the entire Kingdom of God Fellowship Church family. We've enjoyed being with you. Have a wonderful, super satisfying Sunday. God bless you. God bless you, Apostle. Um, I just need that pin, Apostle. What was that new pin? Um, The new pin number is actually, um, hold on, let me give it to you, 140273. 140273. From the various states, God bless you all on today. Be Amen. Blessed. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.